Good afternoon. It's Eureka John, and you're at Eureka Street Crypto broadcasting from Leander, Texas. It is three o'clock in the noon, and this is episode number 448. Yeah, I've been doing this since October 24th, 2020, and this is just kind of my daily video blog, aka Brain Dump. I explore all aspects of the crypto space. Uh, definitely a generalist. Um, because there's just so much out there in the crypto space. And, uh, you know, sometimes people ask me, you know, like, whoa, yeah, you're doing really good on crypto. You rich yet? And stuff like that. Sometimes they say it facetiously with a little smirk. And I say, I say well, you know, I literally am in it for the tech. You know, I'm here for the tech. I'm here for the ideas. I'm here for the free flow stream of consciousness that seems to be happening in the crypto space. All this, all, all this organic idea generation and and new way of doing things this paradigm shift is happening right now and if you're not engaged in it you're gonna miss it and uh, this is where we are so if money happens great if it doesn't okay what it is you know it is what it is i'm here for it and i can say i can get my d bumper sticker i was here during the great crypto paradigm shift so uh, yes today i have an interesting project with me i have um the cafe dow and uh, uh I don't know if you know what a DAO is, but a DAO is a decentralized autonomous organization. It is a, um, a kind of a new old way of doing um, an organization, doing a business um, uh, where everybody focuses around a codified set of rules that are in code and people vote in code. The treasury is held in code. Everything is decentralized. Everything's autonomous and it's an organization. It's not a top down structure, but it is a flat structure in which everybody gets to be have ownership and participate. Um, so uh, I want to welcome you guys to the stage here and to my show. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I already can tell this is going to be fun. This is going to be a, an entire wealth of new idea alpha that's just going to sprout out here. So uh, I guess we can start um, right here. I will just drag you up to the stage. You don't know who it is hey. and it's you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll let you say who you are Hi. and uh, yeah, go for it. Hey, I'm Dan, Dan Carr, uh, with a coffee cup. And um, I am co-founder of the Cafe Dow. Uh, I'm just so happy to be here and uh, just say hi to everyone listening to us, watching us. Uh, I, I'm just excited. Thank you. Right on. And uh, uh, let's bring you up to the stage. Hey, guys. This is Dustin. I'm uh, Discord handle is Kirasan. Also, just a uh, humble DAO member of the Cafe DAO. Right on. And last but not least, I'm John with no H uh, or John, however you want to say it. Um, yeah, one of the DAO members. I came into the DAO. I think it was like January or something, and been helping out ever since. Okay. All right. So I guess I will take back the main stage here for just a second. Not too long. I don't want to focus on me. I want this to focus on you guys. Um, coffee shops. All right. That's what you guys are centered around as far as I know. And coffee shops. I was born and raised in Houston, Texas. Um, spent as a child a little bit of time in Tulsa, Oklahoma, but mostly Houston. And uh, before the 90s, 
coffee shops kind of just seemed like something you, it, coffee was just something you got at Seven Eleven, you know, or you got at Dunkin' Donuts or something like that. And you just got, you ran in, you got a quick coffee or you had Sanka or Folgers or something like that, instant coffee. And that's about it. And then I remember in the nineties, um, suddenly this, this culture started developing around this new era of coffee shops that were sprouting up all over the inner part of Houston, the hip little neighborhoods and everything like that in the Montrose area. And DJs would show up and spin records at these coffee shops and you would take your college books and you would spend hours there studying with a DJ playing down tempo music. And, you know, it was just this whole ambiance and you hear the espresso machine and, you know, it's, it, it, it was really cool. And then Starbucks came around, you know, and back then, you know, before, as we know, Starbucks now, it was quite interesting and revolutionary. And it brought in this whole idea of sitting in the coffee shop that we had never really had before. So back in the day, Starbucks was really novel and a, a really cool concept. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, obviously, everything really cool and novel runs its course. You uh, come up with new cool and novel ideas. And as we move into the crypto and decentralization space, um, we have DAOs popping up and we have a new idea sprouting up here. And I would like to give you guys the floor to talk a little bit about this new way of doing coffee shops. So who would like to go first? <laughs> I, I I think I'll go first. Um, so Dan here. And yeah, what you said about coffee, about Starbucks popping up in the 90s. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that really clearly. Actually, um, one of my first jobs ever was uh, working at a coffee shop. Uh, and I've been in the coffee industry for, wow, I don't know, 12 years now. And it's I've seen that evolution and uh, I believe that the Cafe Dow is that next step in the evolution of, of coffee shops. And I would like to see us bring a new level to the whole industry. Of course, you know, we're starting with baby steps and we're taking it slow. We're really thinking this out methodically. How can a coffee shop be run as a Dow? And, you know, no one's ever done this before. But we're spearheading this and we're welcoming anyone, everyone that wants to come on board because this is a collaborative effort. This isn't just me or Dustin or John. This is we're all united in this together to build this brand new system where we share profits equitably with the workers, with our community, with our customers. And I'm just really excited to, to see this all coming together. Uh, Dustin, what do you think? Yeah, uh, definitely agree with Dan there. I come from a background of more of a project work. I'm not particularly in the coffee space. I do love coffee, but it's more of like a side ha ha uh, ha habit or habit slash hobby for me. The interesting thing about uh, the Cafe Dow is that we're trying to approach this completely differently. Like coffee shops have been figured out and there's many ways to do it from mom and pop all the way to like Starbucks level, right? And you got like Blue Bottle, some niche third wave stuff. The unique thing about the Cafe Dow, in my humble um just from a single DAO member perspective, 
is that it's ownership. So I'm always thinking the difference between web one, two, and three. Web three is surrounding owning the um, the project and products that you participate in. It's not controlled by any individual. So like Howard, Howard Schultz doesn't have um, more say if you were part of, part of the Cafe DAO than anybody else. A DAO member is a DAO member. I'm a DAO member. Someone else can come in as a DAO member and you know throw proposals in and then complete disagree with me. As long as the majority rules, then we go forward with that solution. This is all an experiment so far, and I'm very fascinated to see where this experiment goes. I think that this approach with something that's kind of well-founded, a coffee shop, married with Web3, will give more application to Web3. Right now, um, the cryptoverse has like a large criticism of like what is actually happening there. There's people exchanging things around. With real-life applications such as the Cafe DAO, and there's others, we are trying to marry the real worlds with Web3. In the end, we don't want a random customer walking in and need to fumble with their crypto wallets. These you know, transact normally, but through the Web3 space, and if they're interested, it's a new way to capture or bring more regular day people into Web3. Similar to how NFTs brought artists onto um, Web3, this may be a way to bring in just everyday person to Web3. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. it's kind in. of a way to bring the brick and mortar in. Go ahead, John. Oh, yeah, I was just going to kind of say the same thing. Like, it's, a, it's another way of a mass adoption, in my opinion, and that's kind of what uh, intrigued me by the project initially, what brought me into it. Um, I don't have a project manager background, so we're very, very glad to have Dustin on board uh, to kind of keep us all on track. Um, but yeah, like I, I've held cryptocurrencies in the past and use them for minor purchases here and there, but I definitely am not big in the Web3 space. DAOs was kind of my rabbit hole. Um, and so I kind of see this as a mass adoption type thing for more people like myself who's you know, not currently in a tech realm to kind of get into that tech realm and find a footing in there. Well, I definitely don't have any web development skills. <laughs> so, um, but as the co-founder, I'm relying on other people with those skill sets to come on board. And I'm absolutely certain that we will find those people, especially since we have the pop-up coming up in just, uh, what is it, like a, in literally two weeks, like two weeks from today. And, um, and I'm positive we'll find those people that have those skills. Although I have to say, Dustin did a fantastic job coming up with uh we kind of sort of jerry-rigged the system that we have right now and dustin i have to you know my hat's off to you for figuring that out you know because it was really clever how how you came up with the system and uh maybe we could talk about that a little bit too but um but we're figuring it out all three of us without our technical without having like a real technical <laughs> like knowledge but we're working it out and surprisingly it was working surprisingly well Nice. Yeah. Uh, I, coffee shops are 
a place for experimentation. I mean, um, one of the first real life applications of Bitcoin was people trying to buy a cup of coffee, you know, that and pizza, you know, (laughs) but everybody's always trying to figure out. And it's always this kind of like, it's almost a language shelling point of, of everybody pointing to but can you buy a cup of coffee with it? You know, everybody's always asking about the utility of a blockchain. And they're like, well, you know, uh, yeah, it's a, Ethereum's a little cumbersome to buy a cup of coffee with, you know, and so is Bitcoin at this point still too. Um, and then a lot of lightning fast blockchains are like, yeah, you know, we can easily transact, buy a cup of coffee, but they have no organic growth around it. Um, so the coffee shop is kind of this technological shelling point where everybody uh, centers around and focuses on trying to make that work first. I mean, coffee shops are kind of an experimental place, um, you know, with architecture, with with um, uh, operations structures and things like that, just different ways of approaching and trying out and experimenting with new uh, thought patterns. And even back in the, you know, the French Revolution, things, a lot of those new ideas came in fee shops, you know, so this is really cool that you guys are, are starting to say that uh, and, and experiment around with this. Um, I do want to know, uh, this since this is a DAO and um, a lot of people don't understand what DAOs are. How do you explain it and how is it different from like a collective or a co-op or something like that? Um, let me in, let me jump in here actually. So this is like a philosophical question. So right now we are not operating on any blockchain. The way we are bootstrapping this is like a random, not random, but it's a chain of Google Sheets eat signatures and surveys in order to move quickly and move efficiently uh, without figuring out and putting a ton of money down to figure out our working solution. We're just working with the minimum viable products of just something we can use quickly and simulate what it would look like if we were to spend the money and go on chain. Now, the philosophical question here is, are you a DAO if you aren't on chain? I feel like the answer is yes, in my in my opinion, because like, let's let's talk, let's like break down like just the words decentralized, autonomous organization. Decentralized, I feel like that's a a um, means to achieve something, and to achieve something is so that there's no central authority. So that's a, in my opinion, decentralized is a means to achieve something. Autonomous organization, so autonomous. Um, it will just operate indefinitely, just you know, a, as a group or with smart contracts, you can just operate indefinitely because it's code. Um, if there's people involved, then the spirit of the DAO needs to go on among the people. And I feel like the Cafe DAO has that. If ours appear, Dan, John, whoever else will continue on and, and work. An organization, of course, we're an organization. But there's more to DAO than just those three words, in my opinion. Um, so another one is like immutability. Immutability also, I think, is a means to an end similar to decentralized. Like decentralization leads to immutability by not allowing any individual to have a keys. Right now, I can't claim that we are immutable. I have the the uh, passcode to the Google Sheets that we use. Unfortunately, God, trust me that we're not we're not just printing, you know, our our simulated uh, coffee tokens. But I am showing everybody to the world. Uh, if you have the URL, you can see the 
full history of the Google Sheets. I'm not just making things up and anybody go in and, and verify this. This is not scalable. However, I feel like with the size that we have, and if you are trying to figure out uh, if part of the project is not fully on chain, like we're not Uniswap, our core competency is selling coffee. We need to figure out both sides of this. And then as we figure out the operation side, we need to figure out, we also need just a working solution on the blockchain e side that we will eventually use to become fully decentralized and mutable. That's kind of like my um, take on this. So DAO, I believe so, but I think a lot of people will look at us and say, that's interesting. <laughs> um, I might come back to this when they're on chain, but I think the the soul and spirit of a DAO is with us. And I, in my opinion, that's what really matters. That's a really good take on that. And it kind of reminds me a little bit of paper trading before you actually start, you know, going in and really being able to, you know, put everything at stake. So. <laughs> yeah. We do have ways that we plan to like airdrop um, but we are tracking ETH addresses. So we have a mechanism to re to reward those who have participated early on. That's why like all of us, you know, continue to do what we're doing. If there's no, like no, uh, light at the end of the tunnel, then we probably lose, uh, commitment. And one thing I want to bring up later on is like the, the mess it is to run a DAO. Now I, I didn't mention this earlier, but, uh, somebody, Someone, someone in Discord mentioned that uh, democracy is hard, <laughs> and it and it came at a point when all of us were at each other's throats on some random topic, and it's just like, <laughs> wow, it's so hard to come to decisions with strangers. Like all three of us, we we did not we didn't know each other prior to this, and yet we're working so closely with each other. I'm spending so much time on this project just because it's so fun. Um, and it's amazing how this can happen just through Discord, Reddit, and, you know, Web3. I like that. You know, it's, it's, uh, you're building, you're not building the airplane as you're flying. You're really creating a model before you create the larger scale operation. And that's what a lot of engineers do. You know, they, they We're create the model, the model first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, um, what would you say, like, for instance, uh, some people who are, skeptical of crypto and they say, oh, it's just a fad. NFTs are a fad. Bitcoin, they they call Bitcoin a fad and IOT devices a fad, you know? So um, is, do you think DAOs could possibly be a fad or another bubble? You know, the <laughs> no, I don't think DAOs could be a fad. Um, I think there's, I think there's a hunger out there in the world right now to see this come and grow. Uh, people want to work together they want to build communities together. You see these NFT communities, they've sprung up overnight and uh, these DAOs sprung up overnight. You know, the best example of a DAO springing up overnight, Constitution DAO, which I think mm. is still to this day, probably the most important DAO that's probably arised. Just to see, it's the, the proof of concept, really. Like to be able to spring up in a week and try to purchase a copy of the Constitution, that was incredible. You know, that really put DAOs in the mainstream media. Like I remember reading about that on CNBC.com and all these other mainstream publications, uh, New York Times. And that's when I knew that this, this idea is too big, too big to fail. And there's going to be people out there that are going to try to bring this 
into the real world, I believe that the Cafe Dow is one of those DAOs that will succeed. Right on. Yeah. Um, I, I got a question too about um, now that you've cut, we've talked about some of the more um, ideals and philosophical concepts of it. Uh, let's get into some of the nuts and bolts. Um, I want to know a little bit about, uh, you know, is this legal? You know, how is it legal? What are this is, is this in Washington state? You guys are setting up a, a pop-up shop. So talk to me a little bit about that. I want to hear. I was going to say, uh, I can kind of speak to that a little bit like that. That's actually one of the things that we were kind of at each other's throats is the whole legal aspect of it, because we are trying to figure this out. And, uh, you know, there's, there's multiple ways of going about it. Um, but obviously with it being a physical aspect with us selling coffee, we needed to have a physical business license to be able to do this. So it was important to get something together. Uh, so to that end, we currently have a Washington LLC. Um, we work through CaliDAO, if you've heard of them. Um, and so we're using that temporarily. Is that like, but, is that like okay. California DAO or, or, or Cal- K-A-L-I? <laughs> okay. Uh, spelled with a K, but they're, they're a part, uh, a subset or spinoff from LexDAO. Um, oh, so they yeah. help out with like setting up DAOs with LLCs and that type of thing. And they've got a few different templates that you can go through, but we actually like requested specially to have a Washington one to make it easier to operate business there. Um, so they were willing to work with us. I guess that's our endorsement for them. <laughs> but the LLC, we are at least currently aligned in that being a temporary legal structure for us, because we think that an LCA legal structure might fit the DAO more appropriately. Um, And then I I can pass it off to Dan to kind of speak more to this, but because of that, that would help us kind of limit investor power, which we think is more in the spirit of DAOs. So um, if Dan, if you want to speak to that. Yeah, totally. So LCA is definitely what we're shooting for. Uh, for those that don't know what an LCA is, it's a limited cooperative association. Uh, Washington State has passed laws that recognize LCAs uh, as recently as I believe 2020. So uh, right on time. And, you know, we think DAOs and co-ops, we could find a, a happy middle ground where they would marry each other. And we believe the LCA route is the the most it's the closest aligned to to what DAOs are. Um, I don't think there's anything that comes closer than that. Uh, I might be wrong. I'm not a legal expert, but um, I I believe that's what what we're what it is. Um, right now, we're not an LCA, but we are definitely going to move in that direction. I don't see us not becoming an LCA, but for legal reasons, we have the LLC right now just in just you know just to cover our asses really it really boils down to that but um the spirit of the dow uh the co-op it lives in us it lives in me and i um yeah i just want to see this come into reality so bad i'm sure a lot of people want to see it too but i know dustin john and everyone else of our our core team members definitely want to see this happen. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I know in Wyoming that, uh, DAOs are legal and I think now in Tennessee recently, 
just became Dow's became a recognized entity and in That's some right. other countries. Yeah. Uh, Marshall Islands, actually, there's a Dow called my Dow, M-I-D-A-O that uh, uh, because I know that uh, Dow's in some, in a lot of states, even Wyoming included, that they require the name to actually be attached to one or two people um, as a person to be responsible for it. And I know in the Marshall Islands, they don't require that. It can be just as a whole group. And I, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I know you guys are probably exploring tons of options. So, um, you, you know, with the research, you probably know a heck of a lot more about this stuff than I do. So that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm, yeah, into, I'm just curious as to what you found, you know? I, yeah, no, uh, I actually looked at my Dow, um, and we, <laughs> it was a really cool server to, and that's what I love about Dow is just in general. Um, while I do have my, you know, whatever conflicts with discord and how it's laid out, it's nice that you can pop into like any discord and just be like, Hey, what's up? How's it going? <laughs> and so I did pop into the, my Dow discord and talk to them. And that's certainly something that, uh, I, I've kept in the back of my mind. I think it wasn't something that we thought we might be able to get in time. And then just, we weren't sure with it working with Washington, if there would be extra paperwork involved and everything. Um, but we actually got like a member or two jumping into our discord from the mind out discord, just from popping in, trying to research them. Oh, cool. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been really cool. Like as you do research, you just kind of like, I don't know. It's like that game Katamari just kind of start collecting things and getting bigger and bigger. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. So as far as uh, blockchains, have you guys been experimenting around and tossing around different ideas of what blockchain you think you might be leaning towards or, you know, there was that just um, a TBD kind of under the hood, hush, hush for now. <laughs> We're more focused on be a DAO. Like there's, there's a lot of, projects even on chain that have the facade of a DAO. Like, for example, you just... What actually constitutes a DAO? Like, how, how, how decentralized do you need to be to decentralize autonomous? I don't really know. And you're really pushing the limits here when you're applying a physical operation to this. Like, there's... If we look at Uniswap, I heard that like very few token holders actually vote and participate. So is that truly a DAO? Because those who are very small, like let's say 3%, I'm not sure it's 3%, but I think it's around that number. Um, if only that many people participate, who, then isn't it just those 3% really running the show? Or is that what matters? Like, is it, is that, does that matter, I guess? So what act, what at what point along a scale is a DAO a DAO and not just a different um wrap the DAO? And that's kind of one thing we're trying to figure out ourselves. I mean it's not to distract from the blockchain question, but at this point we're we're more focused on governance and, and how to figure out operation what token works. We are exploring like ETH addresses are just ubiquitous. That's why we're using ETH addresses for our simulated um, tokenomics. But there's uh, many other other that you know can't work. Like Solana, everybody knows that as fast transactions, or maybe move to layer two or something else. 
Um, in the end, I think it will be a marriage of many, many things. We just actually, I just got off a phone actually off of another gentleman running a project who's using VeChain to track um, uh, a, like, um, pr a producer growing beans, coffee beans, and then track it all the way to the cup. And that's on VeChain. Like we don't have to go on one blockchain. We can just be a, uh, like our tokenomics can be on one blockchain, but it's many blockchains as a solution. Like similar to how a single company doesn't have to be perfectly vertically integrated. They can use many, many solutions as part of their overall company. Yeah, that's that's a, a, a really good thought that you could use um, a lot of different chains. You could use multiple chains. Um, you know, you could use, you know, for instance, you know, Ethereum is just kind of this layer one security solution and then or even Bitcoin for that matter. And then you could use another blockchain for the day to day transactional type of thing like uh, um, you know, near protocol or like that V chain for the supply chain management. And <laughs> there's so many, and, but, but governance is like you, you touched on that. That's a really huge topic and trying to get people to participate and vote is like pulling teeth. And it's not just, you know, in your DAO, it's in every DAO. I think at the, the government, the, one of the maximum average governance activity voting rates is like 10% <laughs> of a DAO. So it's it's really There's, hard um <laughs> yeah percentage gets lower and lower like you have discord which is like supposed to be the dow right and then of discord how many people are actually are token holders and of token holders how many are actually participating <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah have you guys explored any other type of dow platforms uh well we've played around with aragon okay uh, a little bit, but we haven't really dived deep into it. I mean, I'm familiar with Aragon, but um, we, again, we don't, we haven't talked about our DAO solution yeah. yet. It's, it's still mm -hmm. a work in progress. Okay. So um, we're getting closer to the end, but I would talk about this um, pop-up shop and what you're doing, um, and this, these, this live event that, that you have going on, um, this really important. And I want to help you guys to recruit as many people to that. I won't be able to fly to Seattle, unfortunately, <laughs> and attend that, but it, it, it maybe, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I want to hear about that. Yeah. So we have the pop-up event, literally, uh, two, two weekends from now, uh, April 30th, May 1st, at the Seattle NFT Art Museum. Uh, we're gonna be there for from noon to six, serving 12 ounce pour over coffee for $5 with a side of governance. What I like to think <laughs> it has a side of governance. So um, I'm super excited. I've been in the coffee game for 12 years, so I could brew a pretty good cup of coffee i hope i mean i'm gonna you know just pat myself on the back of that <laughs> one i think but um yeah so we have that event two days and we are also conducting two workshops so we have a workshop on web3 enabled enabled wallets and later in the day we also would have we'll have a dow 101 workshop so and th that's on both days so yeah we're excited about that and uh 
I'm excited about pouring my favorite cup of coffee for everyone to purchase and just to talk about coffee and to talk about our project, to talk about ownership and yeah, really just get into the, the, the details with just like the average person, you know, just letting them know what we're trying to build. We're trying to build a community. We're trying to build a new, a new business model that, that doesn't suck, you know, just to, <laughs> to take the words from the Dustin. I hope that's okay. Cause I know that's, that's your phrase that you came up with, but I think it's so beautiful, you know, and I think the time is now we see what's going on in the world right now. People are hungry for a different business model and we want to be that we want to, we want to share this gift, this, this thing we're building with everyone. It's a cafe that everyone owns. That's really cool. You're going to do a workshop on um, Web3. And so it's an intro workshop, like Web3 101, DAO 101, and stuff like that. Just kind of... Yeah. Intro, Web3 wallets, and then DAO 101. Uh, yeah. Some history and DAOs. The history of DAOs is fascinating. So hopefully it's a, it's a good one. Wow. That's a really cool... Um, topic history of DAOs I and mean, DAOs are so new does do does DAO, do DAOs even have a history right now <laughs> that's true man <laughs> I mean, we all know we are yeah we are we're writing DAO history right at this moment and you guys are writing DAO history with this whole new fusion with brick and mortar so that's that's really cool um, yeah first of its kind yeah a stake in a stand yeah, I actually did a search, you know, and I was like, I did a coffee DAO search and cafe DAO search, and I was trying to find other like projects. And the only thing that I could find that was working in this space uh, with kind of along the same vein was uh, the Universal Coffee DAO. And what they're doing is they're on Polygon and they're just basically trying to get coffee shops that currently exist and implementing uh, rewards systems using the Polygon blockchain. And so I don't mean to give them a shout out on your show, but I was just just trying to. But the point was, is I was trying to, like, you know, find um, other type of projects that you know, may be doing the same thing. And I couldn't find anything. So <laughs> we'll have to check them out. Definitely. But uh, yeah, and we definitely want to be transparent with either our successes or failures on this so that other people can kind of pick up the flag and run with it is kind of, I think the goal of pretty much every member in the DAO, you know, since it is such an experimental thing, it's uh, hopefully people can learn from it and apply it to other things besides coffee, uh, whatever that might be, hot dog stands. I don't know what it might be, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, hopefully copy paste that to different businesses and just kind of make it more accessible to everybody. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, like I said, at the beginning of the show, coffee shops seem to be like the, the place for a lot of experimentation and new ideas, you know, Viva la Revolution, you know, so it all started in coffee shops. Yes. But uh, um, before we end here, I would like to uh, maybe get some final thoughts from you guys. Um, yeah, maybe go around the table. We'll start with you since you're already up here, John. Oh man. Uh, final thoughts as far as anything in particular. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, let's see. So I will say like we, uh, if anybody does jump into our discord, I don't know if you can post a discord link with, with the podcast or anything. Um, but you can always go to oh, the, yeah, yeah, I can. 
Yeah. Send okay. me the link and, and I'll put it in the description. If you jump in there, definitely come in and say hi. Let me know because we kind of just revamped our onboarding and I've been desperate to have somebody give me some feedback. Nobody has yet. Uh, so that's one final thought, but we definitely need more people. Like we need more ideas. We need people to help with those LCA rules. We need people to like throw ideas at us about what blockchains we should operate on and that kind of thing. Um, so that's really my kind of final thoughts for it. Okay. Uh, Dustin, would you like to go next? Yeah. Um, it's super exciting. Um, what we're doing in my opinion, uh, because we're about to tackle so many problems that people probably haven't even started thinking about yet of how to apply Web3 to the real world. Like one like simple example is like payments. How, how do you actually... What we're trying to do is give customers tokens as they make purchases. But how do you actually have made that happen? Because you need a Web3 address. You need a POS system to talk to each other. Is that the single way to have that interaction work? If that is, then that's a single point of failure. Like there's so many real-life issues that can't be solved just by thinking through, th thinking through and writing papers and like trading on Uniswap. We're going to go and actually try to implement things. A lot of things will fail, but we'll learn so much from it. And what we learn from it, we plan to share with the world. It might not be applicable to coffee shops even, but if, I don't know, any other business that's uh, even remotely related can probably learn something from this. So I'm excited to just, uh, whether it's a great success to Cafe Dow or a great failure, I would like people to look at this and have many case studies and say what went well, what went wrong, and then what you can do to take forward from it. Nice. Awesome. And uh, Dan, I will give you the, the final thought on here. Well, my final thought, I guess, would be I'm just really excited to, to meet everyone out there that wants to come and check us out at the pop-up and just speak with the community. You know, we're out here in Seattle. Uh, there's a, it's a huge coffee loving community here. And I'm just excited to brew my favorite cup of coffee and share it with, with the rest of the community out there. And we'll, I look forward to having many conversations with everyone. Right on. Okay. Yeah. I'm thanks so much for coming on you guys. I love the fact that you're uh, um, not only evangelizing coffee, which I like coffee, but uh, evangelizing uh, a DAO space and web three and uh, the whole idea of crypto beyond just speculative assets. So uh, I really appreciate that. And we're in it for the tech for sure. So um, thanks a lot. What is the uh, last thing, the best way to reach you guys? Uh, the cafe Dow.com is our website uh, where our discord's active. We're all active there, all three of us. So you can always jump in there and you can find the link through the website. Okay. And Twitter. Twitter is also the cafe Dow. You can find us there okay. on yeah at the cafe Dow and then also on Instagram as well. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, guys. And uh, yeah, we'll call this one a wrap. Thanks so much, Sean. Thank you for making it to the end of this program. If you actually like this content, give a thumbs up. And if you want to hear more, just hit the subscribe button. 
I'm available on YouTube, Odyssey, and BitChute, and on all the major podcasting platforms in audio version. Spotify specifically, if you would like to follow and leave a review, that would help a lot. I am also available on Twitter at EurekaJohn1. That's E-U-R-E-K-A John, J-O-H-N, and the number one. My DMs are always open. Feel free to shoot me a message. Thanks again.